Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the neural quantum processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. What's up, YouTube? It's your boy, Tevin Jameer, back at it again with the Hate It or Love It podcast. Now, before I get into any of the topics that I have for today and all that other stuff, I just got to say, you guys probably have noticed that this is going to be an audio-only episode, just because a lot of things that I planned for this week didn't fall through. Like, originally, I was supposed to have my friend Joe on this episode, but for some reason, he couldn't make it, so... Me and him, we're going to talk about when he can get on the show. And then, as far as you guys know, I usually film at my brother's apartment. Sadly, I can't do it at his apartment this week because I have something going on with my car. So I got to get that fixed. But, you know, the show must go on. No matter how it goes on, it must go on. So this is an audio only episode. And for. Everybody that listens on Spotify and all those other podcast sites, you know, this is normal for y'all. But as far as YouTube, you know, you guys are only getting audio this week. So hopefully whatever problem I have with my car, hopefully that can be fixed soon so that I can go back over my brothers and film these episodes for you or, you know, not have to do this that much but like i've told y'all in the first episode if i got it you know if i got my regular setup i got my regular setup if i gotta do zoom i'll do that if i gotta you know if i gotta use audio only then that's what i'm gonna do so hopefully this doesn't stop you guys from watching or you know listening to the episode because we're still gonna get into these topics we're still gonna get into some conversation but I just wanted to tell y'all that because I know some people may be thrown off by it, especially it's so weird. I'm filming this episode in my house too, or I'm recording this episode in my bedroom too. So you guys probably hear my fan in the background. You guys probably heard that car beeping. That's why I went silent for a second. Cause I'm like, I hope that wasn't for me, but, um, yeah. So you know, a few of the topics that we have today, you know, I'm going to touch back on my summer. Now that summer is pretty much about to be over in like a week and a half at this point, you know, I want to talk about my summer. I'm going to talk about some relationship stuff, going to talk about some rap related things, and I'm going to touch on a movie that I wanted me and Joe to talk about, but like I said, he's not here this episode. So the first thing I want to get into is... Like I said, I want to talk about my summer now. For the first episode, I know I told y'all about that one experience that I had during the 4th of July. And this isn't going to be anything like that. What I was going to say is, I I don't know how people that like summer, you know, I don't know how people like summer, to be honest. Because I'm going to keep it real. Besides this summer being trash, like I really feel like this summer was horrible. I feel like... I feel like summer really isn't special anymore, especially when you grow up, because when I used to like summer, that was back when I was a kid and like, you know, most of my summers. Now, if you guys are in the South Jersey area, then you'll understand what I'm about to say. But a lot of my summers were spent, especially when I was a little kid. A lot of my summers were spent out in Camden. That's where, you know, a lot of my family used to live. Some of them moved away. Some of them are still there. But the main family members I used to be around, I used to go visit them, you know, every summer in Camden. And like, you know, 
I used to spend my summers either at my grandmom's house or either when my sister was, even when my sister was still living in Camden, you know, um, she, she would have an apartment there and me and my brothers would go out there and spend summers out there. And I had a lot of great like moments out in Camden and stuff like that. And, you know, I just feel like summer is better when you're a kid because, you know, you don't have to deal with school, you know, maybe you can link up with your friends and stuff like that. But the reason I don't think summer is that special when you're older is because really it's just hot out. That's the only difference when you're older. Like, you know, when you graduate high school, all year round kind of becomes summer for you. Like you're always off. Like unless you have, I mean, you got work and that's it. Like, you know, unless you go to college, like I, I go to college, you guys know I go to college, but like, even with me going to college, like even summer really doesn't feel special at that point either. And I can't put my finger on it, but it's just like, you know, it's not really that special when you're older because it's like the whole year round, basically you're out of school. That's kind of what makes summer special. Just the fact that you're out of school when you're a kid, but when you're an adult, I mean, this is life, this is it. And I'm not trying to make anybody sound sad or anything like that. And I'm not saying that people don't have a reason for liking summer. Like I know some people like the hotter weather, me, and this is a very weird thing about me. I want to move to Florida someday because I like the warm weather out there. I like the hot weather in Florida. Matter of fact, Florida doesn't even really feel hot to me. Like, I feel like I can wear whatever I want and I won't be sweating like crazy. But like in New Jersey, when it's hot out here, it is like the depths of hell out here. Or as my cousin Sinir would say, the devil's ass crack out here. So... Yeah, summer just isn't it for me. You know, once I grew up and like, you know, now that I'm not a kid anymore, summer really just doesn't feel special at all. And that's kind of sad to me because, you know, like I said, summer used to be something special for me when I was younger, but now it's like, it's not anything too special for me at all. So yeah, this summer kind of just fell into line of, you know, every other summer since I've been an adult, I, w I will say that me and my friend Al, we were expecting this summer to be better just because, you know, this is the summer after, at least I should say my, the summer after my quote unquote graduation, like Al actually did graduate this semester. I only walked in graduation, but my last semester is this upcoming semester that I have in like a week and a half. But since it was like, quote unquote graduation semester or graduation summer we thought this was going to be lit but you know he like like we talked we talked about this on the phone yesterday he said that you know he feels like he's partly to blame because he chose a life where he did have to grind to get what he want me you know is is <sighs> You know, I'm not even going to get too into it, but I will say that this summer was not what I was expecting at all, but that's just how a lot of my summers are ever since I became an adult. Like every summer just kind of, you know, falls off and I hate that it's like that. I, I wish I could go back to enjoying summer like I used to, but yeah, it's just, it just not that special for me. I mean, I guess the only things that really are special for me during the summer is 4th of July, which, you know, I'm not going to let what my experience this summer or, you know, my 4th of July experience this year, I'm not going to let that ruin my overall feelings about 4th of July, which for all my black people listening... I'm not, I'm not enjoying 4th of July because, you know, freedom and stuff like that. We weren't really free when the 4th of July holiday started. I just like, you know, the, I just like looking at the fireworks and I just like having an excuse to have barbecues and stuff like that. So that's what 4th of July is for me. Just an excuse to have barbecues. I guess the only other thing I look forward to, you know, for the summer is the fact that my birthday is literally at the end of the summer, but to be honest, birthdays are the worst days. And I'm not just trying to quote Biggie because he, you know, 
he's one of my favorite rappers of all time, or he is my favorite rapper of all time. But I'm just saying that because birthdays really aren't the best days for me. Like, maybe I'm good at putting on a front in front of everybody and making it seem like I'm happy on my birthdays or that I'm enjoying myself. But a lot of my birthdays are horrible. And especially these past few years, like, oh, man, you know, I'm not going to say her name. But if you guys have been a long time fan of my channel and I know that she stalks me sometimes, um, my ex has also been a very big reason why I don't enjoy my birthdays anymore. Like last year, there was just so much drama going on with her on my birthday. Matter of fact, everybody was getting on my damn nerves. I mean, she was just the cherry on top of annoying me last year on my birthday, but everybody was getting on my damn nerves last year. But the year before, and I guess this is about to be a funny story time that perfectly leads into my next topic. But all right, so this is like 2020, September 1st, 20, actually to be technical, August 31st, 2020. I'm going to set the mood for y'all. So this was back when I was living in my apartment with this ex. And so me and Al is talking on the phone. And Al, you know, he's shooting his shot with a few girls and whatever. And he was telling me about this one girl that he was planning on talking to. And, you know... I, I was on FaceTime with Al while he was saying that, or no, he, he, we weren't on FaceTime. I had him on speaker because I was playing my PlayStation and, you know, I'm going to play, I'm going to put it on speaker just so I can concentrate on the game, but also hear you out too. And when he was talking to me now, I didn't ask for, you know, no pictures of the girls or anything like that. Cause you know, I'm not worried about that, but I had my phone on speaker and the door was wide open from the bedroom. I was in the bedroom. She was in the living room. But, you know, it's an apartment. So whatever you can hear, basically, what's going on in the bedroom. She could hear it clearly. And I'm not even thinking that deeply about this. I'm just playing my game. Al's telling me about this girl that he wants to talk to. And he just said, out of respect for, I'm not going to say her name, but out of respect for blank, I'm not going to send you the picture of her. And I was like, okay. So I'm just going on about my day. I'm just playing my game. I'm just going on about my day. And I think now this is because I think me and him was on the phone at 9 p.m. This is where it goes like around the 1130-ish time. I don't know how this became such an issue but she came into the room when she was trying to go to sleep. And I say trying to go to sleep in air quotes. And I'm going to tell this story honestly because, you know, I don't give a damn if she's listening. Like, you know, I'm allowed to speak on my experiences, especially since she spoke on her false narratives and experiences about me. So I get to tell the truth. So... Like I said, 1130-ish at night, quote-unquote, getting ready for bed. And she's like, Tevin, what was Al talking about? And I said, what are you talking about? And she's like, I know you guys were in here talking about girls and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, he was just telling me that, you know, he was shooting his shot with this one girl. And she was like, so what the hell does he mean that out of respect for me, he's not going to show you the girl. What, he thinks I'm insecure about her or something? And I was like, no, I don't think he meant it that way. I don't I don't see the issue here. He just, he just said that he wasn't going to show me a picture of the girl. And she's like, no, because he thinks I'm insecure about that bitch. That's why he's not showing you the picture. And I'm like, um... Don't you see that he was being respectful to you? Like, he wasn't, like, you're getting mad because he wouldn't show me a picture of a girl? That, for one, I didn't even ask for. So, like, I don't see why this has to be an issue right now. And 
She just going off, yelling at me, accusing me of cheating, saying that Al was going to make me cheat. And all I'm just sitting here is thinking like, how, why is this on me? Why are you yelling at me? Because you got some type of problem with him about not showing me a picture of a girl that I never asked for in the first damn place. So... She's yelling at me, and like I said, this starts around 11, 11.30, like 11.30 o'clock. So it leads into my birthday, and I kid you not, me and this girl did not go to sleep until like 2 or 3 a.m. I spent the first two or three hours of my birthday in 2020 getting cussed out and yelled at by my girlfriend over a picture that I never asked for and he said that he wasn't going to show me it out of respect for her like you know if I have any women listening to the podcast please explain to me why she was mad please tell me if she was justified in being mad if you guys hear dogs barking I'm sorry that's those are my neighbor's dogs for some reason they always have them out together and they always wind up fighting. But if I have any female listeners to this podcast, please tell me why did she get mad at me? Like, I, I don't understand why you got mad at me and cussed me out for something I didn't even do on my birthday for like two or three hours. And, you know, okay, I will, I will admit one thing that was very wrong with the relationship and this is not me rambling about her this is you know me basically bringing up the next topic as well i wanted to talk about you know how my music career actually affects my relationships so one of the problems that me and this girl had and it's not just even her but it's like all my exes and every girl that I talk to that knows that I rap on the side. My lyrics and some of the things I rap about really ruin the relationships that I get into. Like, you know, the ex I just finished telling y'all about. She felt very insecure about whether I found her attractive due to things that I said in like older songs that I released. And that's the thing that gets me. It's my old music from like 2017 and earlier. And no, I'm meeting most of these girls, like the, the relationships that get affected by my lyrics, their relationships from 2019 and later. So, and even this past summer, I, I had, you know, an issue about lyrics from 2017, but like, this girl, or at least my ex, the one I was just finished talking about, she got mad at me for lyrics that I made back in 2015. And she's like, oh, you just want this specific type of girl. But I'm like, no, first off, I like all types. And second, I literally just made that lyric up for a rhyme. Like, I don't feel like, I don't feel that way. I just made it up for a rhyme. And then, you know, I had another ex that got on me about the stuff that I rapped about years ago. And, you know, after after this one ex, the, the one that I'm talking about now, <laughs> but um, when she got on me about the lyrics and she was saying that she didn't like how some of my lyrics were just made up you know, just for a rhyme or just, you know, just for a song or whatever. And a lot of rappers do that, but I guess it's when you know someone and it's, it's specifically the lyrics about women that I rapped about back in the day. That's, those are the type of lyrics that they had an issue with. Like everything else, I'm going to tell y'all this about my old music and my old music, I would keep everything else real. But some of the things that I rapped about as far as women back in my old songs were not true. And, you know, I know I'm one of the few people that will admit that some of that stuff isn't true. So I'm going to just call this girl X number one. 
the the whole story about getting yelled at on my birthday that was x number two i'll just call this girl x number one x number one got on me because of how i used fake lyrics for some of the girls and she's like oh you're out here putting on a fake image as far as like girl wise and stuff like that when some of it was true but most of it was false and it's funny because a lot of the ones she tried to call me out on were the real lyrics but you know after she said something about that i was like all right no more fake girl stories i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it all the way real so any song album mixtape that i dropped after 2017 and i say something about a girl all that is true up to that point actually no not 2017 2018 i think it's 2018 basically any song or album mixtape whatever that i dropped 2018 and later that's all real that's all real right there because of x number one telling me you know about that but it just some of the things i used to say back in the day basically ruins my relationships and maybe i can understand you know at least x number one like you know that i met her around the 2017 2018 time and like i said i've been saying a few fake lyrics up to 2017 so i can somewhat understand her situation because that was more of the recent stuff but it's newer girls that i talked to like i said even this past summer i i was talking to this one girl that you know she's in the same situation as me at my school she walked in graduation this semester but this next semester is going to be also her last semester me and her don't talk anymore so i guess i can say her name if i want to so i was talking to this girl named iris and you know in the first few minutes of us talking you know she tells me how she actually has a good singing voice i told her oh okay do you make any music she said no so then i told her how i made rap music and you know like i said some of my lyrics has been issues for girls before so i was like you know what let me just rip the band-aid off now and just tell her about these lyrics before it might you know let me just tell her you know pretty soon into us talking instead of waiting later and that might you know ruin everything and i showed her the lyrics matter of fact i sent her the whole mixtapes all of that where i was saying all that wild stuff and she was like oh okay some of these lyrics is uh really out there and i was like this doesn't change the way you see me does it and she's like no but i knew deep down it kind of did so i don't know people i don't know the, for, i want to ask y'all two questions and i guess you guys can answer in the comments if you guys listen to it or you you know anybody that listens on streaming services you guys can you know hit me up on any of my socials but i just want to ask two questions one if you are in a relationship with someone say you say i meet someone in 2023 and like i said my old lyrics from 2017 and before do you guys feel like these girls should still judge me for lyrics that i said back in the day when i was a teenager to also add to that i was a teenager you know teens say a lot of cringy and crazy things and you know you grow up and you know i don't speak like that anymore i don't say no no stuff like that unless you know it really happened i don't say none of that stuff no more so do you guys feel like it's justified to judge someone on their old lyrics or stuff like that and you know this kind of ties back to the overall conversation because you know how like some celebrities they might you know somebody might find old tweets or old things from old like from celebrities from like 10 years ago nine years ago like you know they might find old tweets or they might find old posts that celebrities might have had and you know you can see that they're a different person now but you know someone finds that old stuff and people still tries to judge them from it 
I guess it's somewhat somewhat like that. Like, would you still judge someone off something they said almost a decade ago at this point? Because I started rapping in like 2013. Next year is 2023. So I've been rapping for like a decade. Would you guys judge someone off something, you know, they said nearly a decade ago? Like, because that, that's something that I really want to figure out. And, and second... Should I just delete those old songs? Because like I said, even to this day, stuff that I'm saying as a teenager back in like 2013 to 2017, that's basically my whole high school, my whole four years of high school. Things that I said in those four years on songs are make are ruining relationships now after I'm done college. Like, that's crazy. So... I guess, you know, just to restate the first question, do you guys think it's fair to judge someone off old things they said when you see that they've changed or, or not, or, but, and number two, the second question, do you guys feel like I should get rid of those songs? Cause that's something that I kind of go back and forth with myself about. I want to get rid of some of these songs because I'm tired of you know, people judge, or at least the girls that I'm trying to date, I'm tired of them judging my character off things that I said, you know, back in high school that I wouldn't say nowadays. So, you know, I don't know. If you guys can talk to me or answer in the comments, please just answer. But yeah, it's crazy how my music can affect my relationships in so many ways. Sometimes I even just think about, you know, not even telling the next girl that I date or I talk to about my music at all. Cause it's like, I need you guys to see me for me before you judge me off things that I used to say, like, listen to my newer music. It don't sound the same as the older ones. And, you know, on the topic of relationships, I just want to talk about how dating is weird nowadays. And I know I, I kind of touched on this a little bit in one of my past few episodes, but you know, it seems like the topic of relationships and dating has kind of started to come up a lot more for me as of recently, because so, you know, like I said, at the beginning of this summer, I was talking to a girl named Iris. Things didn't fall through with her. Even though, you know, I'm not opposed to talking to her again. If we happen to bump into each other at school, you know, she was a nice little cute thing or whatever. I wouldn't mind, you know, picking up where we left off if she was willing to. But, you know, um, I was talking to her at the beginning of the summer. And then I think last month, I also hit up another girl that I followed on Instagram. And me and her had like a weird texting relationship. Like... It, it, it was very weird. We had like a very weird texting relationship and she, and I, I could, I don't know. There was moments where she showed interest in me, but then there's a lot of moments where she showed disinterest and me back in the day, I would used to be one of those guys that would be like, Oh, she'll turn around and you know, maybe she'll, you know, start feeling me if she sees how dedicated I am to her. But nowadays, you know, especially after the past relationships that I had and, you know, a lot of the girl situations I've been in, I don't do that no more. I'm just like, okay, if this girl's just good, I can see this, either this girl's not interested or she's about to waste my time or she's about to do me dirty. So I'm just not even going to give it the time of day. And that's basically what I did with this girl. And... You know, she would always make excuses for not texting back and stuff like that. And there was actually one day where me and my cousin went to a Wawa and I didn't Now the whole time we were talking, she never told me where she worked at, nor did I ask because I really don't care where a girl is working at. But well, actually, you know, as long as she's not working in a strip club or doing OnlyFans, I, then I don't care what she's doing. But we went to a Wawa and she looked so shocked to see me walk in. And at first glance, I couldn't tell it was her. I just saw her looking at me like she saw a ghost or something. And I was like, wait, is that her? 
So I kept looking back and forth while I'm waiting for my smoothie. And yeah, I did realize it was her. And I was just like, wow. I, I was just like, wow. Because, you know, ladies, I don't know if you guys want to answer this, but why, why was she looking at me like she saw a ghost or something? It's like... I'm someone where if you make it clear that, you know, you're not interested or that, you know, you don't want to talk or anything like that, I'm going to just keep it, I'm going to just keep it normal. Like, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I don't understand how someone can, you know, especially since me and this girl didn't have that much history. Anybody that don't have that much history and you guys kind of just, you know, fall out. And just go on about your lives. I don't see why people be acting weird about it. Like me and her, we only texted. We never went on a date. We never really seen each other in real life besides that one moment. And, you know, I could tell that you weren't interested. So I just kind of fell back. And, you know, when you saw me, you look like you saw a ghost. And I'm like, that's your reaction to seeing someone that you barely really even talk to. Like, that's something I could see out of someone if they saw an ex or, you know, something serious or like, you know, a sneaky link that they had for a while. I can see that. But like someone that you just texted for a little bit, I don't see why you look at them like they're a ghost or something when you just see them in public out of nowhere. Like I saw her and I was just like, oh, that's her. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then I went on about my day. I don't know. But, you know, like I said, me being single and, like, relationships has kind of came up a lot. Like, you know, some of my friends... They want me to go back out into the dating world. Some of my friends say, you know, go at your own pace. But it's kind of hard, you know, picking which side you want to be on. Do you want to go out there again or do you just want to do you? And it's kind of hard picking a side, especially as, you know, a guy, because at least a lot of the people that I be around, you know, like I said, some of my friends and I. I always used to tell people this all the time. A lot of my friends are fuckboys or, you know, people that would go around messing with multiple girls at once. So, you know, some of my friends would be like, hey, yo, Tev, look, it don't matter what anybody says. Like, you know, do you, if you want to stay single right now, just stay single and, you know, eventually the right one will come or, you know, you'll just go back out there when you feel like it. But then I also have a good amount of other friends on the other side of the coin that be like, yo, Tev, you got to go out there and get some. Okay. My family knows I speak honestly on this show, you know, Tevin, you got to go out there and get some pussy, man. Like you got to go out there and get some, like it's hard, you know, as a man trying to be single because, you know, like I said, you got one, side of the coin being like tev yo take your time don't listen to nobody just do you then you got the other side yo man you gotta get these bitches son you gotta fuck these bitches yeah like it's hard <laughs> it's really hard and i don't know how people do it especially in this generation because it's almost like you know i want to stay single especially after you know the last few relationships i have i want to stay single but then it's also like you know you because some people say that love will just come to you when you're not looking for it or when you least expect it, which I don't fully believe that statement. 
I do believe that, you know, you shouldn't be looking for a soulmate per se, but I do believe that you do have to put some type of effort into finding that person. Like, you know, I know there's a bunch of stories where people go places and they just don't expect that person to come, but without them even knowing it, you kind of have to let love into that door. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm explaining it clearly. Like, say you go to a bar and you just, you know, you're just going to the bar simply with your friends. You're not really expecting a relationship or anything to come out of it. You just simply go to just have some drinks with, a, you know, with your friends. Then a girl comes up to you, you know, she's making a little conversation to you. You're making some conversation back. You can see that she's feeling you. And this is where I say that I somewhat believe that statement, but I somewhat don't. Because they say that love comes when you're least expecting it or, you know, when you're not trying. Specifically, the people that say when you're not trying. See, like I said, if you go to a bar and, you know, you're talking to a girl, you see that she's interested in you. You got to make some type of effort back to get into that relationship or something like that. That's why I don't, that's why I somewhat get what people are saying that love will find a way to you. But then I also feel like you also have to put in that work at the same exact time. So I don't know. It's a very slippery slope for me because honestly, partly the reason why I want to stay single is I don't trust myself because I noticed a common occurrence with a lot of the girls that I talk to or date, like they all have somewhat the same problem. And, you know, I, sometimes I let those problems slide, especially when, since they look good as hell to me. So I'm like, oh, she looks good. I'll let it slide. Or, you know, she got these qualities about her. I'll let it slide. Like I'm letting red flags slide just because either they look good or like, you know, or I never, or because sometimes I never had that type of experience before. So that's why I just don't trust myself because I'm like, you know, I think I need to just deal with myself, see what I really like in people before I get myself back out there. So yeah, being single as a guy in this day and age, and who knows, maybe it's the same for girls, but I'm just speaking from my experience. Being single as a guy in this day and age, and, you know, it's like a double-edged sword in a way. It's like, I don't know. If you guys have anything to say about that, you know, add to the comments, you know, talk about it. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know. I guess one thing I will see. I guess the end of this conversation. I will say that I I do plan on just sticking to myself. But you know, if an opportunity comes around, or maybe I meet a girl in class. You know, I go somewhere and I wind up talking to a girl. If the vibe feels right, I'm not gonna deny it. Like I'm I'll say that I'm one of the people that want to stay single where. I'm not really looking for it, but if the opportunity comes, kind of like what I said, you know, I go to a bar, you know, girl talks to me, I see she's interested, I think she's kind of cute, I'm gonna I'm a pursue it, but it's not gonna be, but I'm not gonna go out my way, like, I'm not gonna go to, like, uh, what's that thing where, where, like, oh, speed dating, I'm not gonna go to no speed dating stuff, I'm not gonna do no extra shit, it's just like, you know, if the opportunity comes, I'm gonna take it. But if not, I'm going to just keep doing me. Now, something else I want to talk about. And this is about to be like a whole, whole other thing from the last thing I'm talking about. I'm talking about relationships. Now, I want to talk about this whole Quando Rondo situation that happened. And if you guys don't know, so Quando Rondo is a rapper that's affiliated with NBA Youngboy. And if you guys know the whole NBA Youngboy, Lil Durk, King Von Beef, then you guys will probably know what I'm about to talk about. Now, Quando Rondo recently was in a shooting, and I think it was in California. All I know is that he was at a gas station and, you know, 
him and his entourage was about to leave the gas station. Next thing you know, I think they said a white sedan pulls up next to them and they just start shooting at his car. And I've seen conflicting reports where Quando was apparently hit, but then I also seen in other reports that, you know, he wasn't hit at all. So I don't know if Quando was hit. But one thing that was definite was that, you know, his friend, who I'm going to assume was sitting there right next to him during the shooting, he was hit and he died from his injuries. Now, when the news came out about this whole Quando situation and the whole shooting and all of that, you know, people was, especially King Von and Lil Dirk fans, people was celebrating and they were like, oh yeah, Lil Dirk finally got his get back and stuff like that. And I just have so many thoughts on this whole situation because I even seen today that apparently someone's trying to start a Quando Rondo challenge because there's a video of him talking to police and like you can hear him crying and being devastated because his friend died and like I said I just got a whole bunch of thoughts about this so I'm gonna just go through my thoughts one by one first off on that Quando Rondo challenge now that is a horrible thing to do I mean okay I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, I'm a saint or anything like that. I did somewhat laugh at the video. Actually, it's not even somewhat. I did laugh at the video of the guy doing that Quando Rondo challenge. But just because I laughed, that doesn't mean I don't acknowledge how horrible of a thing that is. Like, you know, you're basically making a joke out of someone watching a close friend die in a shootout. Like... Anybody would feel devastated if they seen one of their friends like die literally right in front of them. Like they're sitting right next to you in that car and they're just, and you just see their life leave their body. Like I can't imagine being in a situation like that with one of my friends, but you know, that's, that's just a really messed up thing to do. Um, I don't know if the person that did it, because the video I saw said that he was like an OTF affiliate. You know, OTF is a little Dirk's group. Some people were saying that was an OTF affiliate. Some people were saying, you know, that was just a random person doing that. I don't know. All I know is that, you know, if it is a random person, I just need to say this to like everybody that's really like going crazy over this NBA Youngboy and Lil Durk um, beef. This is not your beef. That's something that I'm I'm sick of people, you know, doing whenever they see their favorite rappers beefing with someone else. Like, this is not your beef. Like, you know, let me just tell you this. When King Von died, like, I was a big fan of King Von. Like, I really started... And actually, you know what? I gotta say this because this also goes into the overall picture that I want to paint for y'all. So, let me just take it back. Before I get back on King Von, let me take it back to 2018. Or 2017. 2017, I became a really big XXX Tentacion fan. And... It was because DJ Academics, he posted like a video of ASAP Rocky saying that X was the hardest rapper out of Florida. And like I said before, I want to move to Florida someday. I love Florida. So whenever, you know, I hear something about Florida, especially with the music scene, because I love rap, you know, I'm going to check it out. So everybody's introduction to X, or at least mainstream's introduction to X was Look At Me. The first X song I ever heard and actually this is still my favorite X song to this day is bitch. I'm sipping tea in your hood. And when I heard it, yo, I instantly fell in love with that song. I was like, I got to listen to the rest of this guy's music. And on Spinrilla, they had like a whole compilation of like almost every song he released up to that point. And it was like a free X mixtape. Cause he was still in jail at the time. And I heard that mixtape from top to bottom and I was like, this guy is going places. Like, I loved how, you know, he could do so many different styles and stuff like that. And I was a huge X fan. And, you know, whenever he dropped an album, I would listen to it, especially 17. 17 was an amazing album. Question Mark. Now, honestly, I didn't know Question Mark came out 
that's that's why I really didn't listen to that one. And I know this is I know that sounds weird because I said I was a big X fan, but I didn't know Question Mark came out. It's partly because I would have like usually I have my periods of staying off social media. Like even right now, I'm not really that much on social media right now, but I go through my periods of not being on social media. So I think that's why I really didn't know that question mark came out at the time that it did. But like I said, I was a big X fan. I loved his music. And then next thing you know, the day that he dies was crazy because I remember I was at my brother's apartment. I was taking a nap. I woke up and all I see is XXX Tentacion shot dead at the age of 20. And I'm like, wait, what? And I'm reading this and I'm like, nah, this is, this is fake, man. Cause I, you know, there's always an article like almost every year where someone fakes a celebrity's death. And I was like, nah, man, nah, this, this ain't real. This can't be real. And the more I see people post it, I'm like, damn, this is for real. And this, and, and this brings me back to King Vaughn. Now, King Vaughn, I became a fan of his, I think he died in November of 2020. Yeah. I became a big fan of King Vaughn in like the end of September, early October of 2020. Like, I, I forget what song. I, oh, yeah. It was Sim Santana's uh, For a Fact. And he was the feature artist. And King Vaughn killed that verse. So I was like, all right, let me listen to more of his music. Just like with X, I became an instant fan of King Vaughn. Next thing you know, I, f I find myself listening to him almost every day. All his albums and his mixtapes were banging in my girlfriend's car because at the time I didn't have a car yet. But in my girlfriend's car, she always let me on the aux or ex-girlfriend's car. She always let me on the aux. So I would always like bang that shit. And next thing you know, you know, one day while I'm getting ready to clock out of work, I just see on Instagram, King Von shot in critical condition. And I was like, oh man, King Von got shot. And I was like, man, he got to pull through. He got to pull through. An hour later, King Von pronounced dead. And I'm like, damn. But also when they pronounced him dead, that also opened my eyes to this whole Quando Rondo and NBA Youngboy beef. I did not know anything about this beef at all because I also am an NBA Youngboy fan. Not as big of a fan as King Von, but, you know, I like a few of NBA Youngboy's songs. You know, I have I have one shirt of his. I have a King Von hoodie. I have a little dirt shirt. And, you know, even though I was such a big fan of King Von and I saw how Quando Rondo somewhat played a part in his death, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And as much as I didn't like that King Von died... And I think a lot of rap fans really need to hear this. Like, this is not our beef at all. And, you know, I don't like seeing all these rap fans, you know, taunt Lil Durk like, oh, slide for Vaughn, slide for Vaughn. And then, you know, they're pushing this Lil Durk and NBA Youngboy beef. And, you know, you can look under a DJ Academics video. He made a video, I think, this... I think this was when NBA Youngboy made I Hate Youngboy, where he's dissing pretty much like anybody that breathed on this earth. And I said something in the comments where I'm like, you know, everybody keeps egging on this beef, but when one of them die, like, y'all better not cry at all. Like, y'all better not cry. And there were certain people that was saying that what I said was true, and then there's other people that was saying that, oh, nobody's gonna die. These are grown-ass men. But... It's just like, 
we as rap fans take these beefs too seriously because here's the thing you know i can't tell any of these rappers and i know most of them i i know nobody is from you know that world is listening to my podcast right now i can't tell young boy what to do with his beef i can't tell dirk what to do with his beef i can't tell what i can't tell quando rondo what to do with his beef but what i can tell these rap fans is that you guys need to stop pushing and disrespecting these people that don't know you and you will never know them actually i'm not gonna say never because some of these people may meet these people but for the most part you guys will never meet these people you guys are clowning quando rondo for his man's getting killed because of how he played a part in king von's death and i'm not saying what happened to king von that night was right but what i'm saying is that you guys need to stop acting like you know these people because you know, when Dirk drops a diss at Youngboy, Dirk fans be like, oh, F Youngboy and stuff like that. And they be taking it serious, like wanting to fight Youngboy fans and stuff like that. And then when Youngboy drops a diss at Dirk, oh, F Dirk, you know, we gonna, uh, we smoking on that Vaughn pack. Like everybody be disrespectful to each other when these guys don't know you. Like most of y'all act dumb over this beef because it's like, Dirk don't know you, young boy don't know you, so you guys are doing all this extra rah-rah shit, but really none of them knows you, and you may never know them, so the people disrespecting Quando over his dead friend, and you guys are just civilians watching this through your phone, like, y'all need to shut the hell up, like, that's a horrible thing to do, and this is partly the reason why I'm done or not done, but like I'm reaching a point to where I'm, I feel like I'm falling out of love with rap because a lot of people that knows me knows that I love rap music. And I feel like, you know, all this beefing and the fan bases and stuff like that is part of the reason why I'm starting to fall out of love with rap. See, I look at it in different points of views. The rappers themselves I hate what Youngboy and Dirk is doing right now. And I understand that people be having their issues. I understand people be having their beefs. And I'm not going to sit here and be hypocritical. You know, there's people that have done wrong to me. And, you know, there's times where I feel like I want to do something bad to them. But here's the thing. You got to recognize what you're going to lose if you do that thing. Like a lot of people be egging Dirk on to slide for Vaughn and stuff like that. Now, what if he did slide for Vaughn and he gets caught? Y'all are just going to sit here and call him stupid because he got so much out of rap. He can take care of his family. He can take care of his friends. And he gave it all away just to get get back. Like you are, you guys are the same people that's telling him to slide are also the same people that will call him stupid if he ever got caught for anything he was trying to do. Like let this Quando Rondo shooting get linked back to Dirk. You guys will be calling him dumb and see, that's where I look at the fans, but I'm, I'm just going to focus on the rappers right now. Dirk, young boy, you two have made it out of rough conditions you guys were living in basically the trenches you guys were living in horrible situations and look at yourselves now you guys are in an amazing placement you guys are in an amazing place in your life you can take care of your friends you can take care of your family you can take care of your kids because lord knows y'all have a million kids dirk and young boy but you guys are in a position where you can take care of people you can you're well off in your life and I understand that, you know, somebody major died in this beef. And that's why I really, like I said, I can't tell them what to do because, you know, they're grown men, but also I'm not in that lifestyle. So I can't tell them what to do, but I just need them to acknowledge that they have something to lose here. And not even just them, but even rappers in general, like a lot of them have something to lose but they want to waste their time trying to prove that they're hard to these fans and to these other rappers. It's like, bruh, just focus on you. And this was something that I started to really think about when I saw Pop Smoke's death. Because it's crazy. 
and I guess this is about to go back to like a bigger topic, but it's crazy because when Pop Smoke died, I said to myself, this is horrible because we're just doing what, you know, America wants us to do. America wants us to take each other out when we become successful. It's like, and same thing with X, you know, with X and Pop Smoke. Oh, some people that probably grew up in some rough neighborhood or some people that ain't got as much money as them saw them with expensive things and was like, you know what? We're going to rob them. We're going to kill them for what they got. And it's like, bruh, you guys don't realize that this is what they want us to do. They want us to destroy ourselves. They want us to go at each other. They want us to kill each other. And all you're doing is helping them. And when I say them, y'all know what I'm talking about. When those guys saw Pop Smoke with his expensive stuff and they decide to kill and rob that man, it's like, that's sad. Because at the end of the day, he started off at the same place that y'all did. And he worked to get to where he's at. And what, and, and you know, you got to think about him for a second. He got people to provide for but y'all threw that away. Y'all threw what he worked for away and y'all threw what y'all, you know, y'all threw away y'all lives just to take some designer clothes or money or stuff like that. Like even with X, they just saw that, um, I forget the name of the brand, but it's like an expensive brand. He had like a, he had like a, a, a bag and they wanted to steal that bag cause he had like a bunch of money in it. And it's like, you guys really just threw away your lives and took away the life of someone that was taking, that was taking care of a bunch of people over some cheap shit. And at the end of the day, he just came from the same area that y'all did. And it's so, it's sad to see that when someone else make it, all other people think about is how can we take this opportunity from him? How can we take that item from him? How can we take this from them? And I'm just saying all this to say that this Dirk and Quando, I mean, this Dirk and Youngboy beef, because I heard that all of it started over a girl. Like, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. And now this part, I am speaking from experience because I have gotten to a beef over a girl before. And when I look back at the situation, I'm glad I didn't take things any further than I was planning to because it's like, you know, it's really not worth it. And you really got your own lives to think about. And for Dirk and Youngboy, this is a bigger thing because you guys have more to lose than, you know, someone like me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a normal middle-class dude. Y'all are like multi-platinum selling artists with a bunch of kids and family members to take care of. And you guys are going to throw this all away when you guys have such a great opportunity. And then to these fans, like these fans, like I said, with the whole Quando Rondo making fun of him and stuff like that. And I even remember when King Von died, like somebody was sharing his autopsy photos and stuff like that. And it's like, you guys, you guys just make me not even want to be into rap anymore because you guys are turning it into like bloodshed. And it's like, I'm tired of getting invested into these rappers and listening to these people when all they're going to do is just die in the next few months anyway. And that's how I felt when Lil TJ got shot. Like when Lil TJ got shot, I was like, if he dies, I'm, I'm done with rap because it's like, why am I getting so invested in people that, and not specifically Lil TJ, cause he doesn't, you know, really do too much, but like in the grand scheme of rap, why even pay attention to these dudes if all they're going to do is just wind up getting themselves killed in the next few months anyway? Why interact with these rap fans when all they want people to do is do dumb decisions that's ultimately going to destroy themselves? It's like, like I said, they push you to do these, and I'm saying this for rappers, they push these rappers to do these horrible things, and then if these rappers get caught with these horrible things or all that, they call them stupid. So it's like, as a whole rap community, we need to do better. We really need to do better. And I don't like where things are going right now. And like I said, 
if anything did happen to Dirk or young boy, despite a lot of people saying that they wouldn't cry or feel any type of way since they're grown men, I don't believe them. I don't believe them because there's a good amount of people that will have something to say, especially as big as Dirk and young boy is their deaths. Aren't just going to be swept under the rug like that. And it's just sad because, you know, like I said, as an overall community, we need to do better. The rappers need to stop promoting these, this violence and they need to stop. They need to stop, you know, beefing with each other when they got bigger things to worry about. They got other priorities. They need to folk. They need to put their focus in the other stuff. And then as far as fans, we need to stop egging them on. We need to stop having them prove that they're really about what they say. And I get it. One of the reasons I loved King Von's music is because he was so authentic. I get it. And rap is a very hypocritical thing. And I have always said to people that I am a very hypocritical person. I do get the hypocrisy within hip hop where we want, you know, these people to be real. But then it's also like we don't want them to go out and prove that they're real that much. Because, you know, like I said, one of the things I loved about King Von was how authentic he was. Like, he was a crazy killing, like, for real. He was out here really killing people, for real. And I liked how authentic he was about it. Like, he really didn't care. His all Basically, most of his music was self-snitching. But as much as I liked how real King Von was... And I hope this doesn't come off disrespectful. I hope people understand what I'm trying to say when I say this. I wish King Von didn't have to prove how real he was that night when he put his hands on Quando. Because here's the thing. He was celebrating his album release. His boy told him he saw Quando. And he wanted to fight him so bad. When it's like, if you didn't put your hands on him, or if you let, your, if you let the rest of your crew know beforehand what you were going to do, Basically, if you just never fought this dude, you know, trying to prove a point or, you know, get at him when you had something bigger to live for, you wouldn't be dead right now. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to keep it real. King Von kind of put himself in that situation. And it's like, I loved how authentic he was in his music, but it gets to a point where when you're that successful, you got, you got to throw that you got to throw that proving that you're real shit away. You got to throw it away. And I feel like King Von was at a point where he really had to throw it away because he was becoming a star. And like I said, that was the same. I think that was the same week or around the same time he dropped his debut album. He was celebrating his debut album. And within days of his debut album just releasing, he's dead. All because he had to prove a point to somebody. Or all because he had to, you know, square up with someone. Like I said, maybe it's just, maybe I want to know that you're real, but it also is like, you also need to acknowledge where you're at right now in your life. And you really got to think what's going to matter to me in the end, taking care of my people or making sure these people know that I'm real. These rappers just need to talk, need to think about that. But yeah, that's it for today's episode of the hate it or love it podcast. Like I said, I'm sorry that, you know, this is an audio only episode and, you know, I might've been all over the place with this episode. Cause like I said, I had plenty of things planned, but then, you know, I had to come up with new plans on the fly because of, you know, stuff going on as far as Joe not being able to make this episode and, you know, me having to come up with new topics and then me not even being, being able to go to my brothers. So if this episode feels all over the place and stuff like that, I'm sorry about that, but you know, I'm going to make sure this never happens again. But I do hope you guys enjoyed, you know, the conversations I was having and, you know, I hope that you guys also have a lot of things to say in the comments or anything like that. But with all that being said, Tevin Jameer is signing out and catch me next Tuesday. Actually, no, I can't do an episode this week because I have a family reunion. So catch me in two weeks. 
in two weeks. What, what's that day? What's that day? Hold on. So, the Oh, the six. Okay. So, catch me. Oh, see, this, this, this calendar app is acting stupid. So, yeah. September 6th. Catch me Tuesday, September 6th on the next episode of the Hate It or Love It podcast. And with all that being said, Tevin Jameer, signing out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.